Episode 90, Steve Berry. Hey, it's Nikki Llewellyn and you're on Gut Plus Science. This podcast is on a mission to increase engagement at work. And on this show, we equip CEOs and people first leaders of all levels to make impact. Let's get to it. Hey, Gut Plus Science listeners, as we return to the workplace, the structure and environment of how we welcome employees back and how we work must change. Today, Steve Berry from RDS shares the evolution of how we work and the significant shifts decade over decade and where we are now. He will hone in on the requirements and recommendations to set your work environment in the office up for today's safety requirement success. So let's get to it with Steve. Steve, I'd love for you to talk about the evolution of how we work and how it's shifted over time to kick the show off today. So the actual office environment started back in the early 70s, late 60s, uh, with the evolution or the introduction of the panel system walls. And that revolutionized the whole office environment. Um, Now you could separate people as opposed to using drywall or just keeping an open office with metal desk. And that was sort of the standard for, geez, almost 40 years. And then recently, uh, a new influx into the office environment was how do we encourage more collaboration? How do we encourage more folks to, to converse and think and shoot ideas around in the open office environment, which was basically eliminating those walls and then putting freestanding desks with maybe just a minor screen or something to give a visual separation between the work environment. But it was more of an open environment. Then, lo and behold, COVID hits and it's basically just a hard stop. Everybody just said, whoa, wait a minute, what have we been doing? This could actually encourage more of a contagion to move through the office quicker. We need to relook at the whole open office concept. So that blew up. So moving forward to now, we actually know that when the workspace, when we come into the new workstation environment, a couple of things are going to happen. First of all, we're going to have to practice social distancing. What they're telling in the, the work environment is that social distancing will be enforced, encouraged, and expected for uh, actually till year 2022. High density office spaces, that, that's going to be phased out and the demand increase for personal space is going to increase. Higher demand for non-porous materials and in, in, in touch areas. What does this mean? So this means that acrylics, uh, laminate work surface tops, things that, that could hold viruses in them. People are going to lean more towards glass or maybe concrete or other types of environment. And then when they can't do that, they're going to have to clean on a continuous basis. Conference room and collaboration areas uh, are going to have to accommodate less people. That's just going to be, have to become the norm. You know, if they do have the open plan concept and they can't afford it to put up more panels, they're going to have to start putting up some of these screens that uh, are being introduced, 15, 30 inch high screens. The norm that we're seeing a lot of, which actually was pushed by the COVID of working from home, that is going to become more of a standard now, which is going to be a big shift on the environment. So what do leaders need to do as the must, the absolute must, and then also the suggested best practices to set their employees up for success in the new work environment? What we're hearing that uh, leaders are going to have to do, uh, especially in the workplace and the guidelines moving forward is, first of all, they're going to have to reduce exposure and they're going to have to separate the staff by at least having panels that are 50 inches higher 
or more when when they're at their desk. So that basically means seated privacy. So if I'm sitting at a desk, I've got a panel that is high enough that I can't see you directly and it blocks that. But if I stand up, I could, I, I'm able to see you and communicate. And that's going to be the minimum, six feet apart. You know, the, the social distancing standard, which folks have uh, kind of implemented in the past couple of months is going to be the norm in the work environment. You know, other things they're going to have to look at is staggering work days. You know, maybe uh, some folks work Monday, Tuesday, and then other folks are there Wednesday and Thursday. And then maybe you have a staff that comes in on Friday and Saturday. They're going to have to look at that type of approach. Strategically place sanitary type of equipment, Perel, Clorox, you know, are the things that people have access to and have it readily accessible so that they can wipe down their work surfaces as they they deem fit or as the office allows that to happen. They're going to have to encourage uh, employees to stop using each other's phones, desk offices, and other work tool environments. The sharing is going to have to stop. Now it's going to be, hey, this is mine. I'm going to be the one that uses it. And moving forward, I just can't allow other people access to it. And then also the other is just limiting staff from entering into other people's cubes or offices. Avoid meeting in person. You know, technology is going to probably become a way of the future. Uh, where you you do a lot of Zoom meetings, um, you do a lot of uh, Skype type meetings, where it's just one person on a screen and maybe two or three people in the conference room. You know they're going to have to remove chairs. So a lot of times where you had a conference room and then you had extra chairs, if there were more people that were wanting to sit with you, those are going to have to go away. Sanitized tabletops, chair arms, room equipment, door handles, you name it, that's going to have to be taken care of. Keeping room vacant for a period of 15 minutes between meetings. In the conference environment, that's probably going to be a standard. So having one meeting after another in a conference room isn't, you know, you're going to have to pause that at least a minimum of 15 minutes between each one of those meetings. Change ventilation in the in the work environment. You know, how does the ventilation, do you have the right type of filter? Are you uh, allowing for proper airflow? Is all of that uh, increased ventilation, airflow took by that? And then post signage with guidelines to remember uh, on both sides of the conference room door so that, hey, make sure you're keeping that social distancing apart as well as when you do come into the meeting. Many companies are transitioning to 100% remote or majority remote. How do leaders equip employees to maximize working from home now? For instance, I'll give you an example, uh, Roche Diagnostics, which is offered their employees. One of the solutions was they gave them $250 each to go out and buy an office chair for their home environment. And we're seeing a huge uptick now in folks coming in and saying, you know, my back is killing me because of the kitchen table chair. So a lot of companies are saying, hey, if we're going to have you work at home, we want you to be comfortable. So that's one of the approaches. A lot of them are doing it from Skype or Zoom type of meetings as well. And I would assume that we're probably going to see more companies, you know, investing more money, which is a smaller investment for a home office than having to keep the lights on, equipment, things like that in the office. And so that's where you're going to see a big shift. You're going to see a lot of shift commercial real estate where they're not going to need as big of a footprint anymore. So how is that going to affect that market? You know, we're going to see a big influx of uh, used and product used office furniture is going to hit the marketplace because they're just not needed anymore, uh, either because the folks are working from home or they're had to let go of staff. A lot of folks are furloughed or uh, or let go. How do you think that the way we work will be changed forever because of all of this? That's a hard call. Uh, it, who knows? Um, it's always, I, 
these are always fun, funny times because, you know, it, it seems about every eight or nine years there's a, a flux or in-change or something's invented into the office furniture environment. We always kind of knew technology was going to play a big role in the office environment. Just didn't realize how big a role. And now with the COVID-19, it kind of <laughs> cemented that point that it's going to be huge. You know, I say remote conferencing calls, uh, Zoom meetings, you know, there's going to probably be a, a big investment into uh, that type of approach for the environment. And I, I, I would gander to see that, that uh, office furniture manufacturers are going to kind of follow suit on that. It's funny because when they said the collaboration type of environments were kind of the way to go because it helped open up a free flow of thinking, now having to go back to that, they had always said that once that went into place, a lot of the free flow, uh, they felt, eh, you know, it's a lot of people like the fact that they have some type of privacy. Well, this kind of now will encourage the fact that we're going to have privacy. We're going to have panels that help separate the work environment. You're going to see a lot more folks have individual offices, kind of back to that approach, wider, a spread out wider of, of workstations as opposed to having them all clustered together. So what are the hottest topics in your industry right now? Like, What does the future look like for your company, RDS? I think we're kind of in a unique position. A lot of the products that we offer or provide are refurbished uh, or remanufactured, which, number one, is, is a great cost effectiveness. Uh, number two, a lot of the seating that folks liked from some of the big manufacturers, so Herman Miller Aeron Chair is one, for example, that's kind of been the industry standard for you know 30 odd some years. Uh, where it has the mesh seat and the mesh back, but they're expensive. You know, if you go out and you buy one off the market right now, you're going to spend well over a thousand dollars. Where we've been offering them, uh, you know, at, at remanufactured, which is you know the older frames just as good, but we put new arms and legs on them at, at, at a fraction, you know, half the cost of that. So folks are realizing that you know, hey, I need a good work chair. Hey, I don't want to go to a, a big box store and buy it and have to put it together myself, and it's from China and and who knows how long it's going to last, um, where I can go to companies uh, like RDS, which remanufactured or have used good quality used office furniture environment. I can get a good chair there and they'll back what they're selling. The other thing is the acrylic screens, uh, acrylic screens, glass screens, dividers, uh, work surface mounted, floor mounted. People are now you know, wanting the taller high panels. And we have a lot of those in stock. Uh, used inventories that we have that people are saying, I need to get these and I need to get them quick. I would say that's going to probably increase over time. Uh, in the next couple of years, I think we're going to see uh, more people going back to the old panel system way, you know, higher panels, um, but they don't want to spend the price on new and they're going to look to either remanufactured or used ones that are in good shape and can do exactly what they're needing. Thank you so much for your insights today. It was really helpful in navigating the unknown future just with, you know, you're you're in this world every day and hearing, you know, those trends and my jaw kind of dropped when you said, you know, a lot of this we're seeing, you know, numbers that this is going to be at least till 2022. We're going to take just a quick break, hear from our sponsor message today and come back to what we call our lightning round where we'll get to learn just a little bit more about you, Steve. We'll be right back. If you know me, you know how important it is for me to get fired up and get myself in the zone. When you're at your best, feeling positively challenged and energized, time flies and things just flow. One of our partners on this show is called The Zone. They're a perfect partner because they help you and your team crush your goals by unlocking the obstacles holding you back from 
getting well and in the zone. And as a special offer for just you listeners, they're offering 10 free coaching sessions on how to unlock the power in your team. So you can claim your spot, grab one of those 10 spots at www.thezone.co forward slash gut science forward slash coaching. That's going to be available in the show notes. All right, we're back on Gut Plus Science with Steve Barry from RDS. Loved learning about you know where we're going with the future, and thank you so much for your insights today, Steve. Just a couple questions we'd like to ask to get to know you. So I know it's hard sometimes, but if you could share with us your very favorite book or maybe a favorite recent read. Big fan of the Challenger Sale. I, I've read that a couple times. Um, I just like the unique and out of the box approach to selling. That's been a big help for me. And how about a favorite vacation spot? Big fan of Destin, Florida. How about a favorite hobby when you're not working? I would say the one that we really do a lot of is bike riding. And Steve, how can listeners connect with you after the show today? There's a couple ways. You can certainly email me directly, steve at rds, that's rondavidsamoffice.com. You can also go to our website, which is uh, RDS Office Furniture, and look on there that we have all sorts of different products, and there's a way to contact us directly through that as well. And then always feel free to call me on my cell, 317-452-5571 if you have any questions. Um, That's always the best way to get a hold of me. All right, today's truth you can act on. It's basically a checklist of things to consider in shaping your workplace environment as you and your people may be returning to the office, especially considering social distancing will be in place through 2022. So here's a checklist. 50-inch panel walls minimum, six feet apart in our workstations, potential staggering of workdays. So that may look like different teams of people working on site opposite days of the week for less attendance in the office at one time strategically placed sanitation stations all throughout the office, limiting office tools that people share, limiting the number of people allowed in conference rooms, and providing allowances for work-from-home equipment. So if you're looking for further information or resources, reach out directly to Steve, and his information will be in the show notes. Hey, and I've got a question. If you have a great guest for us, send them my way, Nikki at mondayfire.com. I'd love to hear who you're interested in hearing on the show. We'll see you next week. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.